Welcome back. So today we are not taking comments. We want to just go over some topics that we get so many questions about. And when we do the live and we get a lot of comments coming in, we don't always have time to answer fully. Moving forward, because I know a lot of times we talk so much about relationships, we're going to do this more for some other topics that we want to get to that are outside of just the typical relationship stuff that we get to. So if you're getting a little bored of the relationship yeah, stuff. If you're, yeah, if you're feeling like you have relationship overload with the podcast, we're going to be filling it in with the rest of the stuff we want to talk about. It's just that every time we go live, we get very, very similar questions. So we're going to try and knock some of those out today. One of the issues that people have been having is that guys are ruining their relationships over video games. So what kind of stories are they telling you? Well, one girl, her boyfriend only sees her, I think, two days a week. I don't remember if that's the same one whose boyfriend also bought her a cat to sleep with because he spends all night playing video games instead of laying in bed with her. I think there's like a misconception between in in the realm of addiction, right? Because yeah. everyone thinks of addiction and they think of, you know, drugs and alcohol and things like that. Mm-hmm. But video game addiction is a real thing. I think guys are not realizing that video game addiction is actually a very real problem. Mm-hmm. Like you get the same type of withdrawal symptoms from video games that you do with drugs withdrawal in a way of like you get the the frenzied feeling of like oh i need it i need it because like i grew up playing video games when i was playing like old school video games and things like that there wasn't this very tailored experience that they're giving you right now to give you hits of dopamine they've mastered the art of do this task and you get like a little coin and a little ping of accomplishment that Mm -hmm. gives you a rush now just because of nostalgia a game will come out and I'll and I'll play it, but I'm not addicted to video games. So I'll play it for, you know, like a couple of days and then be like, all right, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But other people and some of my friends, too, they'll play that game and put 100 hours into it. And I'm talking about a lot. And I'm talking about 100 in game hours mm-hmm. as in 100 hours sitting there playing the game. Yeah. And that's like rookie numbers for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They're spending majority of their life playing the game. So you got to really think about it. It's are you having fun or is that complete? escapism and are you just trying to like run away from your problems and run away from you know your obligations by going into video games it's the same thing as going and taking you know just drinking at the end of the day you can call it whatever you want because you could like look at competitive games and be like oh well i'm doing something here Mm -hmm. but even in that realm it's just still like you're being fed built the same way Mm-hmm. as I, yeah as regular competition yeah it's built to be addictive exactly and guys are literally addicted to it and acting like it's not a big deal and i think you were saying also is the social aspect the social aspect is wild it's like it gives you the community right so people are on discord and all these other chat things and they're with their friends so it's almost like you're hanging out with your friends mm-hmm. so you're getting the group dynamic and i think that's probably what a lot of girls are hitting you up about is they'll completely ignore their girls, ignore their relationships, ignore their family Mm -hmm. and be, it's just, I'm just hanging out. I'm just hanging out with my boys. This is what we do. And you can't be mad at me for that. Mm -hmm. Not realizing that you're addicted to video games. The best way, like with all other addictions to get out of it is is just to become, you know, watchful of it. Right. So it's like with alcohol or cigarettes or anything like Mm that Alan Carr's book with me and video games, I physically cannot play for that long Mm -hmm. because in the back of my mind, I'm watching myself. There's no way that I could put that amount of hours into it. Right. Because because there's other things that you need to be doing. Every hour that goes by, I'm like, I I probably shouldn't be doing this right now. If you can do it 
in that way and you could do it without being yeah, being addicted to it and falling down that hole where everything, your job, everything just goes to the wayside except this video game. Now you're at work and that's all you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Now you're out with your girl and all you're thinking about is getting home to play the video game. If you can do it without falling into that, then okay, sure, it's a hobby. It's the same thing as watching TV. Mm-hmm. And people say that too. It's like, oh, you watch TV all day, right? Or you you watch, you know, five episodes, same as me playing video games. It's really not the same. It's not the same amount of dopamine. It's not the same amount of dopamine. And it's not the same. They're not building those TV shows to hit you. You know, exactly. I mean, they're building it enough to keep you to keep you entertained, but but not to the same degree. I think you were also saying that you'll lose the progress that you made on the video game if you stop playing. That's another thing. Like if you if you're watching this and you play video games and you know about like ELO systems and rankings and stuff and there's decay, right? They call it like decay. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you don't consistently play, your ranking starts going down or some games will implement things like daily objectives where you have to get on and complete that objective for the day or you lose the progress for that day. Mm -hmm. So it's these things that are built in to do it. And you could you could identify like the difference between watching movies and watching TV and playing video games because you can watch a TV show and burn out on a TV show. You could play 10 hours of video games and not for a second think that you you want to take a break. Unless you have to do something, you got to get yourself out of that. Like it's destroying people's lives and I think, n- not just relationships. You know? Yeah. I think a lot of what's going on is that guys are using video games as a replacement for social interactions and for the pleasure of success because it's a much easier way to feel like you're succeeding and it's a much easier way to socialize. And maybe they're socializing in ways that they aren't allowed to do in the relationship. I even know there's some people who have been cheated on because the guy met girls in the video games. Well, that's wild. And another thing you were saying is that some guys use the excuse that they could potentially get famous off of playing video games. It's either that where they think they're going to get famous because of their skill or because there's a small, tiny minority of people Mm -hmm. that have played video games and streamed themselves playing video games. Exactly. And became famous off of it. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's just an excuse. I know people that do it and they get nowhere. I know I know people doing it for 12 hours a day and getting absolutely nowhere. If you want to do that, then you should be treated. And I tell the people that are doing this the same thing and they can't wrap their heads around it because they are addicted to video games. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that, then you have to fully treat it like a business and you have to actually implement a business model, but you have to be removed from it enough to be able to implement it that way. To use your time. To not use to your just time wisely. Yeah. Because the people that I know that do it, they just like, they'll play video games for and stream for like eight hours. They don't, they just expect something to come to them from doing this. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to market themselves in any way. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to clip their content, put it on YouTube, nothing. It's clear addiction. And it's just justified by, oh, well, you know, there's 20 people watching me. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. And I'm not trying to be mean. It's just like you, if you're not removed from it enough, from the addiction enough, you're not going to spend your time wisely to actually move forward in your life. This relationship thing is just, it's not new. Video games have ruined like relationships with families too. It's not just your girl. That's so insane. I mean, there's a reason it was in the same book about dopamine as drugs and cheating. Yeah. Because it's an addiction. I think anyone who has a boyfriend that refuses to admit that they're addicted to video games, show them the book Molecule of More. You can't deny it. That's a good question. It's like, what would you say to a 
a girl that's in this situation if you love your man still you know as terrible as it is like you have to kind of teach him what's going on in his own brain try to zap him out of it because once you know once you really understand it's very hard to go back my best friend was addicted to video games mm -hmm. and he hasn't i think i don't think he's played for like four months or something he was showing me on his like habit tracker or whatever mm -hmm. because he kept he finally understood it. He understood the cycle of addiction. And slowly but surely, it took him a couple of tries. But he was able to see himself getting caught up in it enough to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to stop now. And I think he's rewired his brain to understand that mm -hmm. there's certain games that lend to Interesting. addiction. So what are some games that you think are not as addictive, if that's even... The most addictive games are... World of Warcraft, like things like World of Warcraft, League of Legends, which is like the top one right now. If you're sitting there playing like NBA 2K or something like that, you're not going to get addicted. I don't think that you're going to sit there and get addicted. It's those games that just keep rewarding you for consistent play. And it's games that are deemed um, competitive esports games. Also, you can't go wrong playing single player games and you can't go wrong playing co-op games that are not with strangers because when you add your friends competing against strangers to the mix now it's a whole thing now you're now you might as well be playing football or something you know on the field mm -hmm. like now you're like yo i'm doing something with my boys like i can't let my people down mm -hmm. you know and you hear that it's like oh i can't not play today like everyone's yeah. counting on me mm -hmm. and i think yeah. for some relationships maybe it's good to have your boyfriend just be using that as a form of Escape, socialization yeah. as opposed to going to the bar and getting drunk with his boys and then cheating so i don't think it's horrendous if they just do it every once in a while but when it's affecting your relationship it's a no. But and don't take it personally either. Yeah, that's you know? because it's that's a big point. They're not sitting there thinking like, oh, you don't matter. They're really in a in a bind here because it's so easy to say that it's not a problem. At least you can look at if you look at like alcohol, if your man is just drinking too much, mm -hmm. you can point at that and be like, That's clearly a problem. Because here's it's all the socially studies. seen as yeah. a problem. And also like here's the studies and this is what you happen what mm -hmm. happens when you withdraw from it, you die. This is a problem, yeah, right? That's not good. But you can't do that with video game addiction. So you're constantly telling yourself that it's not a problem. It can't be a problem. I think you need to ask your man if he wants to look back on his life and realize that the only thing that he did with it is play video games. That's a good one. Yeah. Especially in his youth. Especially in his youth. You're talking about sinking hundreds of hours into video games. If you spend 100 hours playing a video game, that's literally five full days of your life that you've spent playing video games. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, you're not going to actually feel fulfilled. You will probably while you're doing it because you're in that dopamine cycle. Mm -hmm. But when you look back on your life, you can go, you know, two, three months and spend like 15 days, 10 days playing video games mm -hmm. that you could have been doing so much more with your life. You could have been progressing in your career. You could have been progressing in you know, just your inner growth, everything, everything, Absolutely. it all goes down the drain. In those situations, I'm sure your man is probably thinking in the back of his mind that he does want to do this. He does want to grow, but it's so easy mm -hmm. to just pick up the game. Yeah. I would say, ask him, what can we do? What can we do? That's fun together. What can replace this dopamine hit for you that you can enjoy your life more and we can enjoy our relationship. Sit him down and make him realize it's not healthy and it's not what he thinks it is. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I don't always get asked this question, but 
it's something that I thought was really important to talk about. And someone asked me recently, should you choose your partner based on lifestyle, values, finance? How should you pick your partner? You should not be choosing your partner just based on finances. One of the things that happens if you pick your partner based on the amount of money that they have, if you're not working anymore and then you don't like them, you're going to be completely stuck being with them. I didn't even think about that. Especially if you now have empty spots on your resume and you can't even get a job anymore. You're You're, stuck. So you have to think long and hard before you decide who you're going to get stuck with. If you want to choose someone based on finances, make sure you can grow old with them as well. Yeah, for sure. And also then make sure that you are not needing to be with them in order to benefit from them financially. Mm -hmm. And that might sound horrible, but if this person is not willing to marry you, then you should not be with this person based on money. And the other thing is, a lot of guys that do have money will hold it against you. What do you mean? There'll be like a power struggle in the relationship because you won't feel like you're able to ask for what you want outside of finances. So if they're treating you poorly because they're stressed out because they're working and you say, hey, I really don't appreciate how you're treating me, they're going to feel like, well, what are you going to do, leave? It definitely adds to the power dynamic for the man. I mean, a good person wouldn't do that. A good person wouldn't do that. There's some men that won't hold that over you, but it will be tough, you know, if you get into a situation, if you get into arguments and this guy says something like that, it's going to throw such a big wrench into the relationship because as soon as it happens, now it's like, okay, now we're in this dynamic where you think that you have power over me, which you kind of do because, and and that's another thing about it. It's like, if you, even if you're married, people like to talk about, you know, divorce and things like that. It's not that easy. It's not like you're just going to be like, oh, okay, I'm leaving now. Give me half. There's plenty of situations that could happen where you're not, you know, fully taken care of. And also... And I think it also depends on the amount of time that you're married. Yeah, it depends on the time you're married. Different states have different laws. It's all kinds of things. It's not that simple. You're going to have so much stress in your life doing that. And also, what's to say that you know, that's going to last you until you find another job when you haven't been at, you know, at work for a long time. I think society's in a weird way moving towards that. It is because we're hearing it more and more mm-hmm. about like, oh, you should kind of prioritize financial status, but you should be attracted to the guy. And that's should- another thing, because if you marry for money, this man is going to expect you to put out. So if you are not attracted to this person, good luck. Yeah. Good luck because he's just going to end up cheating if you're not attracted to him. Like if you aren't able to maintain that dynamic. Yeah. And we've seen, we've seen, um, and we've heard, you know, people say that they would settle for someone that they didn't find that attractive. Oh, plenty. Um, because of the amount of money that they had. And it's just like, you know, we say this all the time. You have one life to live. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you want to live this yeah, life? Yeah, you don't want to spend all of your time with someone because he can buy you purses that you can post on social media. Yeah. You want to be happy. It would be better to be alone and to be happy and to live a modest life than to be with someone who talks down to you, who holds money over you, who expects you to be intimate with them when you're not even attracted to them. That's no life to live. Yeah, and and take it from a couple that's actually wealthy. It doesn't mean much at a certain point. Wealthy, but also that did not start out yeah we didn't start out the difference between not having a lot and working yeah we both started out i mean we both grew up you know poor like i grew up in the projects her family wasn't rich growing up or anything like that we got to where we were hard work and everything but what we found out 
was that you know money only takes you so far in happiness and there is really there is really a cap on happiness you know there was this study going back around the people i was just thinking about it yesterday because it was on orange this is new black and she was saying it was above seventy five thousand dollars a year is the cap is the cap for how much more you can be happy people don't understand i think that's so true it is people don't understand how money how how the wealth gap works like they think that a millionaire is like we're millionaires technically but this is like millionaires is what's comfortable. Um, like mm-hmm. it just puts you in like a comfortable place. So you don't have to worry about bills. You yeah. don't have to worry about like if you can, you know, make car payments or whatever it is, mortgage, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what it does for you. It puts you in that comfortable position. Does a does millionaire status allow you to like you're looking at millionaires and you're seeing it on Instagram and you're seeing like, you know, all these cars, Lambos and all that stuff. Either those people are just going broke because they're leasing everything or they're well, well over like $50 million if they're if they're flying private and doing all this stuff yeah that's an insane cost like or most, they're doing a photo shoot inside of a fake inside of a fake plane like or most a car that they got for yeah. an hour most of the celebrities that you know like rappers and you know actors all these they can't afford to actually fly they're getting their their companies are paying for them to fly private to places because they need to be places mm-hmm. for tours and things like that but a lot of them are gonna fly first class if they have to actually make personal trips Mm -hmm. because the costs are absolutely insane. Society is looking at money in such a warped way because social media is like pushing all this extreme luxury in your face. Mm -hmm. And we know people that are that rich. And trust me, we're way happier than those people. Yeah. Sorry if you're watching this. Yeah. But I mean, (laughs) and I've even been happier when I had a lot less. And the other thing that I do want to talk about, like you were saying is getting it together. Yeah, that's a big one. It's so much more fulfilling to grow together, to mm-hmm. grow with your partner. And I tell your friends this, and I tell mm-hmm. anyone that has relationship advice that is, that's dating, it's like, you gotta find a guy that you can see that he's passionate and that he's growing and you know he has the forward momentum. He's not just like mm-hmm. sitting back playing video games yeah. all day. Because that's what's attractive. Their drive is attractive. Exactly. And if they feel like you chose them because they already had the money, it's not they're yeah. never gonna know for sure that you love them for themselves yeah and the people with drive the people that you see like they always will make it through because you know we also like to think of in america and just you know in western culture in general it's just like the man is putting you down me and my family were living in the projects i was the oldest of five kids my dad had just died we had no family and no friends in america and we came all the way up to where we are now with no help whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this magical thing happened. Mm-hmm. It was just work. It was ambition and it was drive. And I have yet to meet someone that actually has a strong work ethic and has ambition and has drive. Mm-hmm. Really, I'm not talking about posting on Instagram saying they have it. Yeah. It's about real people that are just like on it mm-hmm. that have not been able to make it in America. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, I don't want to say it's easy. It, but there's it, so much hard, you can but, learn from. And if you're willing yeah. to learn, then there's a lot you can do. Not to say yeah. that everyone that has drive is rich. Because some people have drive and they're like more artistic and things like that. But Think about it this way. The people that are making over like 300000 a year at their jobs, the one thing that you see in common about all of them is they don't stay at one job for more than two to three years. They they don't. If you're just going down the career path, it's just like, oh, I'm doing my three years of this job and now I'm taking that 
work experience. I'm going to another job and doing something else. Or you start working at a job and you do your own company. Besides like becoming your own boss, if you're going down the career path, the ambitious people are just jumping ship. And then there's people that are working in the same company and doing the same job for like 40 years mm -hmm. and retiring at with 80K. What is the difference? And I've worked in the corporate environment and I see the difference. Those people just do not apply themselves. And they talk in a way, because I started there, mm -hmm. they talk in a way as if everyone is just against them. Minorities will talk in the way that the white man is against them, right? And I never, I'm a minority. I didn't think that one bit mm -hmm. because I just did not want that in my mind. Yeah. Obama became president. You guys can succeed. You know, like, yeah, I mean, I do understand that there's like definitely systemic racism, course, a yeah. thousand million percent. But if you internalize it, it's not going to help you move forward. You cannot internalize it. Like you can see it for what it is. And, you know, there is inequality everywhere. I've seen the videos with like neighborhoods that literally don't have any um, black people in it because like the they changed the laws to not allow it. It's like oh, crazy yeah. stuff, right? A hundred percent. And that's disgusting. But and that's the side of America that needs to change for sure. But that that specific thing, like, yes, it will make it a little bit harder for you in your life in those situations. But if you apply yourself, like you will succeed, like you just have to keep going in the gist of this conversation. You need to find a man that has that drive. drive. That's what is attractive. Yeah, to women. like you didn't have a bunch of money when we met, but no. you had that drive. And that's what I liked. Of course. I have this theory. That's all it's about. I think that's what attraction has always been about mm -hmm. for women. Why do rock like rock stars and all that stuff is just like they go on stage and they 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 sing. They, mm -hmm. you know, play the guitar with and you could feel that they're just about it. Like they're mm -hmm. about their craft. Yeah. And it's attractive. Mm -hmm. And it's why they get famous is because it's attractive. People get famous because they're attracted to you, to whatever it is yeah, that you're doing. People are just attracted to other people's passion. Exactly. And so like, that's what, that's your main focus. And then obviously you have to talk about financial situations at some point, I guess. But, you know, as long as the guy's not like, like massive debt or something. Don't choose for someone just that has money right now. Choose someone that you can work towards something together. Yeah. And the guy you pick, if he's just coming up, if he's on the come up and you're giving him criticism... And he accepts that criticism, that's a good sign. If he doesn't accept that criticism, then it's like, all right, okay. What kind of criticism? What do you mean? I'm so, not criticism, sorry. Like feedback of like, right. hey, like I just watched this video on YouTube where this couple was mm -hmm. telling me that you should have more drive and passion and move from your job <laughs> in two to three years. You know, just say that. Yeah. And if he's like, you know what, that's a, that's a good point because that's what the majority of people that are successful do. Yeah. Let me try to work that out. I could have seen so many people's lives go different ways just if they decided that I'm just not going to do the same thing over and over and over again every year. I'm going to branch out. I'm going to do a little bit more. A good book to read is um, Lynchpin by Seth Godin. It's his like kind of like a guide on how to make yourself important mm -hmm. in any career by doing little things that make you a little bit more important to the owner of the company. They have to advance you. Yeah. Right. Because they can't lose you, like make yourself indispensable. This is the kind of stuff that, you know, you can tell you can tell your partner. Yeah. You can, like, and it's fun. It's fun to be in a relationship where you're working on things together. You have exactly. things to talk about because relationships can get stale very easily. So if you're the type of person that can build an empire with your partner. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be so much more fulfilling. Be a power couple. But you're not going to be a power couple if you weren't involved in the come up.
Exactly. If you aren't the type of woman that is very dominant with her career or anything like that, which is not a problem. If you're more in your feminine in that way, like mm -hmm. like you are, if you want to find that man that has the passion and, and the dominance in that area and join along with his path, that's great because mm -hmm. you can learn some things too. Like you learned a lot of stuff from me. Absolutely. I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was when we met because I just, I have so much experience seeing a business go from zero to millions yeah it's it's a it's amazing to be part of it and it's so much more fulfilling than being with someone that already had it yeah yeah so just look for that drive in someone it's fun to be in that kind of relationship mm -hmm. it, you know you go to dinner and you can talk about business exactly with your girl it's and more your fun man. it's more fun yeah. yeah you just be scheming through life together scheming together is yeah. top notch for sure. So this one, this one is definitely a very prevalent issue. And I haven't spoken specifically on this. I talk a lot about social media and how men on, act on social media. But I had a girl ask me the other day what my opinion is on her boyfriend still following girls on social media. I deferred to him before I gave her this answer because I was like, wait a minute, if you were single, would you have followed models on social media? No. Absolutely not. I didn't yeah. even have social media. Yeah. I think men on social media is really weird. I mean, that might be an unpopular opinion, but I think that men posting things about what they're doing through the day or whatever is just like, I don't know, it's just off to me. But besides that, following models who are basically the only reason that they're popular on social media is because of guys like you going in and liking their pictures and commenting. That's mm -hmm. the only reason. And that's all they're doing is to try to get more guys like you to have a parasocial relationship and people talk about this in the sense of like parasocial relationships with like celebrities and streamers and things like that but they don't have to be celebrities mm -hmm. for you to be in a parasocial relationship because yeah. it literally means that you are giving your time your energy your emotional energy to something that does not know that you exist and i can't imagine something so sad as you going around <laughs> following a girl ruining your relationship yeah, over this girl who doesn't know you exist it's so pathetic. It's really, it's really pathetic. Just going about liking the pictures to give this girl validation that literally doesn't know that you exist is, I, I just can't imagine something so soul sucking for a man to do. They refuse to unfollow these girls because they think that they have this relationship with them. But like you said, it's parasocial. It is completely one-sided and pathetic. It's one-sided, it's pathetic. We know these girls, we've been around all those circles. Trust me, they do not look as good as you think they do, mm -hmm. one. And two, because of the fact that they don't look as good as you think they do, and they're projecting this, you know, they're facetuning the hell out of themselves on these apps and putting it on there for you. Now you are getting these standards of beauty in your mind mm -hmm. that are so unrealistic that they're actually unrealistic and comparing your and, girl to and it. comparing your girl to it now you have a beautiful girl in front of you and now you're like oh well the 10 actually looks like this no she doesn't and her personality makes her a two very quickly you would not find them attractive anymore yeah and not to say all not all of them, not, not all, of them. all social media models are lacking personality at all but understand that what you are seeing on the internet is not worth ruining your relationship over because it is not true you not are true. a fool and yep. you are falling for it there's literally guys out here telling men to follow models on social media as if it was some kind of vision board for their future i'm telling single men to do this which is honestly the worst thing that i could possibly 
imagine following that type of girl and seeing the type of lifestyle that they live, even as a single man, is just going to make you feel inferior because you're going to think that you need millions and millions of dollars to provide for them, Mm -hmm. not knowing what's actually going on with these girls, which we won't get into too much. Not all of them. You don't actually have to be that type of guy to get these girls. The type of guy that these girls actually end up with are not are the not guys, the guys. That are following them on social media. And they're also not the guys that are flying them out and taking them all over the place, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Yeah. They actually end up with the some guy that some they, guy some guy. Who's funny. Some guy yeah, some guy that just walked up to them and said hi at a at, mm-hmm. a, at a hotel bar or something. Mm-hmm. Because His just guy, like anyone else they appreciate personality. They appreciate personality. And that's the guy that they're in love with mm-hmm. and obsessed with. Yeah. And then this- posting for guys like you to and disrespect your girlfriend. Come on. It's very easy to just stop. Click on follow. Mm-hmm. And you never have to think of them again. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, a mature man is not following models on social media. 100%. So the next thing I get asked about a lot on the lives, but we don't always have time to really go into it and give our full opinion on it. But girls are always asking me how to deal with a mother-in-law or just in-laws in general that are disrespecting the relationship. If your mother-in-law is disrespectful to you, it is your man's job to fix that situation. For sure. That's yeah. not up to you because she's not going to respect you if she feels like her son doesn't even respect you enough to take care of the situation. To defend you. That's a good Yeah, that's a good point. If my mom was disrespecting you, I wouldn't tell you to go try to fix that situation. Mm-hmm. It's my mom. We get that question all the time where it's like, what can I do to fix the situation? It's your husband's problem or your man's problem to fix. It's hard enough for a man to change his mom's mind. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard enough for to change a mom's mind in general. Yeah. You're not going to come in with any type of logic that she's going to listen to. Mm-hmm. That's just not happening. You always have to put your wife first. Like you married your girl. That's your wife now. You have to defend her from all of these things. Yeah. Whether it's someone attacking her externally or it's in your family, you have to choose her over that if it's the other way around that's different right like if your wife is like being crazy or something it's different yeah that's a different story obviously yeah. be nice to your mother-in-law but it's not your responsibility to heal the relationship on your own absolutely not if absolutely nothing is working and the only option after your man has tried to take care of it is for you to completely cut them out of your lives and you don't want to do that then you really just need to look at it as if it is a rom-com and you just have a crazy mother-in-law. That situation can only come after your husband has tried to work through it or you're just going to be resentful of the situation. Absolutely. You're going to re- be resentful of him. You're going to be resentful of him. Yeah. Because he has to choose. I do not think I would be able to tolerate that, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. Different cultures. If you're not able to tolerate it, then you just need to protect your own peace and just realize that it's just one of those things that you can't change and just do not let it bother you just realize this person is crazy yeah and there's nothing i could do about it you should tell him to look at it in a way of like you know when he was younger and she was just like on his case all the time how did that feel that's how that's how she feels right now Mm -hmm. you know not being able to actually defend herself in any way because if she wasn't in that relationship with you she wouldn't be dealing with it yeah she would have been able to just walk away from it and not care so you know, in a way, you put her in that position. Yeah. You did put her in that position. It's yeah. your responsibility to fix it. The next topic, female friends. So I actually wasn't saying this out of any life experience that I've had. So a lot of times like, I'm talking about topics in the videos because it's something that I've experienced, something I've noticed. This was just, I read research articles. I'm a member of Scientific American. So I see these random articles if I look up relationships, whatever. So I see this article about how men and women can't just be friends. Yeah. 
And we were like, we got to read this. For sure, yeah. So one of the videos was about just that. Basically, the research about why men cannot have female friends. Basically, what it comes down to is if your man has a female friend that you can also hang out with, that's a problem. That's going to be a problem. What they did in the study is that they interviewed friends. They interviewed them together. They interviewed them separately. So when they asked the male friends if they were attracted to the female friend, they almost all said yes. But they asked the female friend, are you attracted to your male friend? They almost all said no. They also asked them, do you think that the male friend is attracted to you? And they said no. Right. So all the guys that are saying, oh, well, she's just a friend. Most likely he is attracted to that girl, but that girl is not attracted to them. And therefore nothing has happened romantically. Yeah. And all the girls that are defending it and saying that, oh, no, well, I have this guy friend and there's no romantic attraction. Guess what? You don't know that he's probably attracted to you. I think there's, you know, a couple of problems with this. But the, you know, the first one that you're describing is compounded by the fact that the the more time you spend with someone, the more you share of your personal life with them, the more you're going to be attracted to them. I don't even like to say this, but if that is your guy's best friend and he's talking about your relationship problems with her, that's going to drive them closer together. And maybe the woman won't feel that way, like the study said, mm-hmm. but the guy for sure will. It's it's very rare that you see it where there's actually a very platonic situation going on. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of biology going on in the background that's going to urge you to feel attracted to this person. That yeah. person has to be pretty unattractive. If it's a person that you like their personality so much that it is one of your best friends, they have to be very, very unattractive to you for you to not feel any kind of romantic mm -hmm. feelings for them. Even for a little bit. And now you're putting yourself in the position where if you do end up being alone with them, where that attraction could spark at any time Mm -hmm. and your partner is just going to be okay with this. Yeah. For what reason do you need to hang out alone? It makes absolutely no sense to me. If if your partner can't be there, then what are you doing? Why is this friend so much more important to you than your partner feeling comfortable and safe in the relationship? Yeah, your partner has to be your best friend. And if you can't feel that way and he doesn't feel that way about you, then there's something wrong there. If it was your best friend, then you would be wanting to do everything with them, period. Yeah, You wouldn't want to be going out You wouldn't need a break from them to go hang out with your friends. You wouldn't. You would feel uncomfortable that your best friend wasn't there. It's an unpopular opinion, I'm sure. Just don't put your partner in a position to wonder. Exactly. And to worry. It's not worth it. And any genuine friendship you have with someone should not breach or be ruining the security that you have in your relationship. And also, if you're not ready to prioritize your partner, then you're not ready for a relationship. Bottom line. Yeah. But- That being said, another thing that I had to constantly respond to in the comments because I didn't speak on it in the clipped video was that I also don't feel that that girls in a relationship should be hanging out alone with a guy. Not because the girl is untrustworthy, but because of the fact that studies show that the man in the friendship is likely attracted to the female. Definitely. definitely. So I fully understand a man not wanting their girl to be hanging out alone with another guy, even if it's just a friend. Yeah, definitely. It works both ways for sure. You can have the friendship. You can maintain the friendship. You can talk to each other over the phone, over text, whatever it is, as long as your partner can see those messages, as long as it's not being hidden and you can hang out, but with your partner present. With your partner. Anyone that thinks that this is coming from insecurity or it's it's, uh, toxic or whatever it is, good luck. Good luck because it's going to crash and burn. You're going to get cheated on. You hear it so much and you see the studies. So 
you know, roll the dice, go for it. And you can't even look at it like, oh, well, if he was going to cheat in that situation, then he was going to cheat in general. Which is what they always say. Which is what they always say. No. But no. If he's the type of guy that needs to hang out with other girls alone, then guess what? He's the type of guy who wants to cheat. Exactly. Exactly. And also, there's different types of, you know, cheating. Some guys like are actively searching for it. And those are like the chronic cheaters. Mm -hmm. And then you have, oh, it was a mistake. Like we got caught up, blah, blah, blah. Because situations do happen. If your guy is hanging out with his female best friend, and he's saying that they're just friends, and there is, you know, no attraction, which is probably not true. And then they're drinking one day or something like that. That's what I was going to say. Inhibitions are dropped and now something happens. Are you going to excuse him? He put himself in that position. Yeah. A good man wouldn't put himself in that position. Don't put yourself in a position. Don't put yourself in a position to be tempted. So the last topic that we wanted to talk about for this one, I know we talked about the following, but this is about liking the pictures on social media because I have so much to say about this based on all the comments that I get from guys excusing their actions. There's no excuse for a man in a relationship to be liking other girls' pictures. If you're friends with one of your friend's boyfriends, you are going to see if he liked any pictures from other people. So that is going to be extremely embarrassing for that friend. Yeah, it pops up right away, like up front and center. For one, it's disrespectful because your girl's friends are going to see that you're liking pictures of other girls. And they're going to be like, girl, did you see what he's doing? It's embarrassing. Maybe they won't even say anything to her, Mm -hmm. but it's still there. And they'll probably talk about it. Yeah. No, not probably. They will talk talk about about it. it. It's going to be a topic of conversation. And your girl is the one that's going to be disrespected Mm -hmm. and embarrassed because you can't help yourself from pressing the like button. Mm -hmm. And they defend it to the death. Here's the list of excuses. One of the excuses is that it's automatic. If a man is telling you that it is just automatic for him to like girls' pictures, that just means he's doing it all the time. Behavior Mm -hmm. becomes automatic when you do it consistently. You don't get on a bike and have it be automatic. Also, grow up. What kind of excuse is that? (laughs) It's automatic for me to like the pictures? Yeah. You have no self-control. You have no control over your fingers. It's unbelievable. It literally just means that you're doing it so much that it's subconscious. You see a picture of a girl in her underwear and you're just automatic. You can't stop yourself. Ridiculous. The other excuse that they give is that the app is built for it. So get off it. Yeah. What do you have it for if it's meant for guys to be liking pictures of other girls? Yeah. Interesting. And then there's also the compliment. Like, oh, I'm just giving her a compliment. Yes. First of all, you liking some IG models pictures as giving her a compliment is just no just no she doesn't know she has no idea and even if you do know this girl why are you giving another girl a compliment at the expense of your girl's happiness exactly giving another girl a compliment and that girl literally does not know you exist it should be embarrassing to yourself to do these things even as a single man it should be embarrassing to do Mm -hmm. let alone when you when you're in a relationship yeah you just can't control yourself. You have to compliment this girl. It's the equivalent of if you were walking past a girl with your girl, would you mm-hmm. turn around and say, oh, I like you. I like this. I like this outfit. I, you know, are you yeah. are you brave enough to do that? Because you're not. You're just double tapping under your covers or wherever you are. I don't know what you're getting out of it, to yeah. be honest with you. Oh, is it a dopamine hit? Is mm-hmm. it a rush? They're getting the same hit of dopamine they would have gotten if they actually went up to a girl 
but they're too scared to do that. And they also know that they're not allowed to do that in a relationship. So they think that what they can say is, oh, it's not a big deal. It's literally just the internet. I'm just hitting the like button. It's not like I'm doing anything. You're doing the exact same thing. It's the same exact message and you're getting the same thrill out of it. Yeah. Grow up and and be a man. Like I know the people that you look up to as a man and you idolize, I know you don't think that they're sitting here doing this. Just don't do it. It's so sad. One of the worst parts about it is that they will call you jealous and insecure because you're upset about them linking it. That is just a way for them to excuse their own behavior while putting you down. Absolutely. The easiest way to test this theory is to just start liking other dudes' pictures. Pick your favorite male models and just start just liking them, you know, commenting on their posts saying, nice pick. I would leave that as a last resort. Honestly, if I had to get to that point, I probably just wouldn't even be with that person. If you have to really, really beg your man not to do this, he's not a good guy. But at least it might be an eye-opening experience of Mm -hmm. like, hey, Yeah, just do it right before you leave him. Yeah, it's not just liking because if I do it, it's a problem, right? Mm -hmm. Open his eyes a little bit to see the rest of the world instead of just gaslighting you. The other thing they say in the comments all the time is that girls posting pictures of themselves is the same thing. Girls posting pictures of themselves is not an equivalent to a man liking other girls' pictures. The -hmm. equivalent is her liking other guys' pictures because her posting pictures of herself is not her interacting with another guy. It's not her fault if other guys are interacting with her. And I understand it's fine if you want to ask your girl not to do it. That's completely understandable. However, there's plenty of guys in the world who are perfectly comfortable with their woman posting, even if it's very scandalous. They're so comfortable because they know that the guys that are in their likes and in their DMs are pathetic. Are pathetic people that go around liking girls' pictures. Yeah, and if the reason she's doing it is for social status or for finances, there's plenty of guys who are going to be comfortable enough with her doing that without feeling threatened. Even if she's not doing it for that, even if she's doing it because she just thinks that she looks good in this picture and she's sharing Mm -hmm. it with all her friends. There's certain guys that literally say like they don't want the girl to post on social media at all. That's like a very unnatural thing. I hope people understand that. Social media is social media because of women and because of the natural like thing that women do yeah the desire to share like women just in general and you know in their groups they just share everything all the time they you know talk about like where they got their outfits and everything Mm -hmm. we're sending each other pictures anyway right it's just now on a global scale right men are not out here sending like hey look look at me i look cute today Mm -hmm. you don't get your text from that from your boys but girls are doing that all the time and because that's what they do and Mm -hmm. they would do that whether they were on instagram or they were on text Mm -hmm. that's just what they do and one of the things about social media is that for a woman it gives you this whole platform to showcase who you are to showcase your personality and your aesthetic and to Mm -hmm. organize that it's a creative outlet for a lot of women and of course i'm not saying that there's not plenty of men who appreciate a good aesthetic and want to present their lives on social media completely. Yeah. But those are not the type of guys who are blaming their women and making them feel bad for wanting to post. Yeah. And I think guys, you know, you know, as I guess as an aside, I don't even think guys should be posting that much. I think people are doing way too much. I find it's it not unattractive. About your, maybe we're just unattractive. old. If it's not about your business, if it's not like you know, just maybe, maybe like updates of your life to your friends, I guess once in a while, but you're, you're mm-hmm. posting every single day yeah. doing stories. Maybe I'm old school, but what happens to being mysterious? You know, like there's a whole idea of like, you know, fame and, you know, attraction where it's like, you want the person to be unavailable. Mm-hmm. And there's all like, especially guys that are like dating, like try to make yourself a little bit 
unavailable mm-hmm. where they don't know every time that you went out to dinner and ordered a plate that was more than $20. It's like, well, I wonder what he's doing. How about that kind of thought? Maybe I'm old school. Maybe I need to start posting my breakfast every day. Hey, I'm having a smoothie today, guys. But those are the topics that we had for today. We have so many more. We're so backlogged with the amount of topics that we want to talk about, which is yeah. why we did this without the Live comments today. But thank you guys so much for listening. And if you are on YouTube watching, make sure you leave your comments about things that you want to talk about that we can get to because if you're not on live then we're not always going to see it or also dm me on instagram or even on tiktok but if you're joining on tiktok on our account we're going live every tuesday 8 30 p.m eastern time we're doing the podcast live but we're taking questions mm-hmm. so it's like it's very engaging like you have to ask your questions to Cassia and me also we'll probably be doing it on youtube live at some point too so you know subscribe to the channel and everything mm-hmm. and if you guys are listening on spot we're getting a lot of numbers on spotify and apple mm-hmm. apple i think is the most oh really so if you're listening on that you know we appreciate you guys and keep them coming thank you guys